Welcome to Rama for Today Radio. Now I want to I want to tell you what he said to me on Wednesday night after the Tuesday night service and, and show you just why people don't receive a lot of time. He said I was in that healing line last night and I didn't receive healing. But since you've talked tonight, I see where I've missed it. He said, I didn't try to believe for anything. You know, a lot of time people get in the heat line, have land help. They're, they're not thinking about believing anything. They're waiting to see if something would happen. Welcome to Rama for Today. In a moment, Kenneth E. Hagan continues his series on Healing Belongs to Us. Also, later in today's program, I'll tell you about this month's special radio offer. Right now, let's join Kenneth E. Hagan for today's message. So you see, we need to realize this, that there are a lot of folks that want healing all right, and they should. I believe God wants them well. He wants them healed. But you see, without listening and giving ear to the Word of God, then they fail to receive and get confused about it. Wonder, well, what's, what's wrong? I remember I was preaching in Dallas, Texas. Uh, the last part of April, actually I was there three weeks, the last week of April, the first two weeks of May of 1950 in a full gospel church. And uh, I, uh, I laid hands on folks. I started out on Sunday night. This wasn't a large church. It was a smaller church. Oh, they had several hundred people, but what I mean was, you know, it wasn't big like having a thousand people or so. They had three or four hundred people. And uh, I, I uh, had the first laying on hand service on Tuesday night. And then on Friday night, I'd have a laying on hand service. I didn't lay hands on the sick every night, you see. So I started off Sunday night, and then we only had night services, and then preached Monday night. And then Tuesday night, I preached on the subject of laying on the hands, laid hands on the sick. Now, in this church, they had a small church orchestra. And there was an older man, actually he's a businessman, he owned two different businesses. And, uh, and he was a man, oh, 55, 56 years old. And he played uh, uh, the violin. In fact, there was more than one violinist in the orchestra, little, little church orchestra. Now, usually, the entire orchestra just played on Sunday because they weren't all there every weeknight. There'd be one or two other instruments, maybe some of the, the horns, you know, along with the organ and the piano on weeknights. But this man only played his violin on Sunday when the entire orchestra was there. So I saw him in the healing line. He came up in the healing line. I laid hands upon him. Now, I, I would take more time because we only had a few people to pray with. He was facing major surgery. And uh, so I laid hands upon him, went his way. Wednesday night, I preached on the subject of faith. After the Wednesday night service, he came up to me. I was here on the platform getting my Bible book. He came up to me and said, Brother Egan, he said, uh, you know, I was in the healing line last night, and he had told me what was wrong with him, so on his face in major surgery. I said, yeah, I know that. He said, I, I didn't get healed last night. Since hearing you tonight, I know why. See, since hearing the Word of God, I know why. Now, he said, I was scheduled, I am actually said scheduled, to go into the hospital Friday morning. 
And the doctor had said that he's going to keep me there over the weekend. They run some tests and then they're going to build me up and, and either going to operate on me Monday morning or Tuesday morning. But he said, when I get home tonight, I'm going to call my personal physician. An another surgeon was going to do the operating. I had three doctors on it. But he said, my personal physician. And have him. Now, I'm not going to tell him because he would, you know, he'd uh, get all upset about it. He and that's when I knew he was a businessman. He said, he'll think it's probably my business. Because he said, you know, I own two businesses. Well, I didn't until he told me. And so he said, I'm just going to call him and tell him things are just not where I can go in. I'm going to postpone at least a week. He said, really, I'm not planning on going at all. But I, I'm not going to lie to him. But right on the other hand, I just can't tell him all the facts because he'll just throw a fit. You know, if he wasn't, oh, well, I'm going to get back to the eating line, you know. So he come back on Thursday night. He came up to me and said, well, I got that postponed. Said, doctor didn't want to. He said, well, I already had you scheduled to go into the hospital. All right, he said, I'll call in the morning and get, up, get, get you set up for next Friday. But he said, I want to tell you something now. This condition in your body can be malignant. We don't know just for sure. And, and, and another week can be the difference. You're going to have to take responsibility. He said, I'll, I'll take the responsibility. So Friday night, now, Friday night he was in the service. Now, I want, to, I want to tell you what he said to me on Wednesday night after the Tuesday night service and, and show you just why people don't receive a lot of time. He said, I was in that healing line last night and I didn't receive healing. But since you've taught tonight, I see where I've missed it. He said, I didn't try to believe for anything. You know, a lot of time people get in the healing line and have land health. They're, they're not thinking about believing anything. They're waiting to see if something would happen. Amen. Are you listening? Sometimes they've almost got the thought in their mind. Well, I'll just, I'll take a chance on it, you know. Maybe something could happen, you know. Well, of course it could, but it's not up to. Not under those circumstances. He said, I didn't try to believe anything. I didn't try to receive anything. That's what he said to me. You see, the next night I was talking about faith receives. Faith takes. Jesus said more than once, words similar to this, according to your faith, so be it done unto you. He said, here's what that man said to me now. I just thought if you had it, it would work. Now, he said, I see I have my part to play. See, he was depending entirely on me to do the believing, the receiving, the whole thing. He said, I see I have my part to play. Well, he came back then Friday night, as I told you. There he was. So when I saw him, I came to him in the line. I said, well, I see you're here. Now, here's what he said. Yes, I'm here. I'll receive my healing too. Just put your hands on me. Hallelujah. I put my hands on him. I didn't have any more anointing than I did the other time. In fact, I don't think I had as much as I did the other time. But he was instantly healed and never had that operation. His tumor disappeared. Hallelujah. Two years later, two years later, I was holding a meeting in another place and his pastor was on vacation and he saw 
in the paper an advertisement about the meeting and stopped by to visit one night. This pastor invited that pastor to come sit on the platform while he was sitting up there on the platform beside me. I asked him to say a few words, actually. He said to me, Brother Hager, you remember Brother so-and-so? And I said, well, no, I don't know. I never even knew his name. He said, the, the man, one of the men, the older man that played the violin, there were two violins, in the church orchestra. Oh, yeah, I remember. You know, facing major surgery. Yeah. He said, he was perfectly healed. Two years have come and gone. He's never had that surgery. And then even years afterwards in contact with this pastor. He never had the surgery. Well, now you see, if he had just come the first time and didn't come back Wednesday night and didn't come back Thursday night to hear the word of God, he would have been left out. Can you see that? But because he was concerned, because he was interested, because he really wanted to be healed, I think some folks want to be healed, all right, but they sort of want it served out to them on a silver platter, and then they don't want to even take the time to receive it themselves. They want you to feed it to them with a silver spoon. Don't shout me down now, just because I'm preaching real good. Say amen if you can. Amen. Now, if you can't say amen, say oh me, because it's still so anyway. Praise God. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Well, now, many times folks are ministered to and, and began to believe God. The healing is not always manifested instantly. Well, now, don't turn the switch of faith off just because healing isn't manifested instantly. Why is it? that healings are not always manifested instantly. Well, a lot has to do with it about how people take hold of it. Some people just receive gradually. That's the level where their faith is and God meets you where your faith is. I remember that John Lake said something. He said, uh, I think, you know, Lake says, our instant healings are a curse to us. Too many times, he said, I've seen under my own ministry people heal instantly and then go away and never return. You know, the ten lepers were healed as they went. Only one of them returned to give praise to the Lord. Remember that? But where people are healed gradually, they learn a great lesson of faith. They learn to walk with God. They learn that their physical health is contingent upon their spiritual health. Praise God. So I say that healing is by degree based on two conditions. Now, number one is the degree of healing virtue that's ministered. If, if one is ministering under the anointing of God with the healing power of God, well, they can be more anointed or less anointing. I have a greater anointing at times than I do other times. And I notice that when I have the greater anointing, I get more instant healing. So I realize then that the degree of healing virtue ministered has something to do with the degree of healing. And then second, the degree of the individual's faith that gives action to that healing virtue or healing power. If there's no faith to give action to it, 
it will not be manifested at all. Even though the healing virtue is actually ministered to that person. Many times I've had people to say to me, when you laid hands on me, I felt the power of God go through me just like a bolt of electricity. You're listening to Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan. You can find more resources that will change your life. So visit us today at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. I'd like to tell you about this month's special offer. You'll receive the four CD series by Ken Hagen, Healing in the Word, Lynette Hagen's Peace CD, Kenneth E. Hagen's book, The Bible Study Course Series, entitled Healing, his Healing Scriptures CD, and lastly, his mini-book, How to Keep Your Healing. All these great resources are $45. That's 35% off the retail price. Call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. Call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. You can also order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. Rhema.org. Or if you prefer to write to Kenneth Hagen Ministries, our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. We always love to hear from our listeners, so write in or email us today and become a part of Rama for Today. Now, let's join Ken and Lynette Hagen. We want to thank all of you that have partnered with us and, and that help us to get this broadcast all over the world. A word partner is simply somebody that just sends a small offering in or a large offering. It doesn't make any That's difference. Right. Just whatever you can do. Uh, each month, if you send it to rhema.org slash WPC, yes. and uh, our, our, that's where you can go and sign up to be a Word Partner Club member. They'll tell you all about it. But thank all of you members, and thank you that are going to join us. We'll be looking for you to join us tomorrow with more from Kenneth E. Hagan on Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan.